Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. Welcome to Smith and Sniff, a podcast where two friends talk about cars and also model railway danger. Uh, do you know, I've uh, I've woken up this morning with a song in my head and I've, I've already played it three times. <clears throat> really, I'm so down with Nights in White Satin by the Moody Blues. Just think it's a stunning <laughs> song. I've heard it three times now and... Um, unfortunately my wife can't stand it um, and I just don't understand how anyone can not appreciate that track so um, I've had to stop listening to it um, come on Rich I'll have to go and listen to it oh it's brilliant it's, it's been a it's, long time since I've heard it but I feel like it, it just it's syrupy isn't it it's it's is amazing. It one of the only songs I can think of which is a fully acceptable flute solo in it <laughs> <laughs> Solo flute is allowed beyond this point. Okay, yeah. Right, just listen um, to it at some point today. It's just bloody. See, excellent. the problem I have with that song is that I know it's night. N i g h t. Yes, yes. Evenings. Bit after. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I always think of it as night. Can I? Can I? K i. K. Fuck me. What? As it? Yeah. As in what? K n i g h t. Yeah. Nights. As in off the. Round table. What? So you're swapping and, um, armor for a silk robe? Was it the satin yeah, robe? And it, I just can't get past it. Knights in white satin. You just go. Well, are they off duty? And if not, they're going to get fucked up. <laughs> or they've got it on under their armor. In which case, I don't know. Is that a bit? Oh, it's weird? under armor. It's under armor. It's way before the fitness uh, brand began. Um, under oh. armor was also known as satin. They're just wearing a I satin see. onesie that stops any. Armor related chafing. That's all it is. Knights in white satin. Well, they're they're did, born fighters, but they're just having a bit of a, a tactile undergarment. That's all it is. Do you think that the knights went down to Ye Sports Directy and just got whatever was on the offers? What three just happened to three white satin workout tops <laughs> for a fiver. Oh, what so generic? The Under Armour, like generic sports socks, which is just a white yeah. with the word "sport" written on it, with no other <laughs> description. You're like, well, I just need to know what sport we're talking about here. What? I'm sport? sorry, with what written on it? Sport. Just I don't know sp- what you mean. Sport. No. Us, us, what you don't know about generic sports socks? I think. Oh, do you mean sport? Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I, God, I, I really... I properly stood in a cow park there, didn't I? I'm really sorry. Sport. Okay. Sir fucking sport. Sport. <laughs> we've, we've forgotten our own catchphrase. Um, it's bad, isn't it? Speaking sort of of retail, did you see last week that Jeff Bezos had sort of resigned? From Amazon. What? Why? What? What? What's the reason? Well, Apart he's from sort of stepped aside from oh, the top to job, but he sort of hasn't at the same time. I don't quite understand it. But all I was, I was, I was just amusing myself when I was out walking this morning by thinking uh, 
of how he actually resigned about three weeks ago but he dropped off his resignation letter in the accepted Amazon style by pulling up very quickly in a in a nearly new Vivaro. <laughs> Handbrakes going on before it's even stopped. Oh, it's on three he clicks. Leaves the door uh, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Door <laughs> leaves the driver's door wide open and the engine running. While well, he ran up to Amazon headquarters and put his resignation letter in a bin, which he later put on the app was the safe place. Because the uh, of the course, because the bin is out. so safe. Yeah. And then, and then Amazon found it, and it was all wet. But or did the or did the people at the landfill site <laughs> find it? <laughs> because obviously it had been put in such a safe place, it got immediately returned to refuse. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just like my laptop, etc. Um, oh yeah, well that, that's good old Jeff. Well, he's he's got he's got more money than anybody could even count. So I do struggle to understand what what would kind of drive him to continue mm. I've, I've i admire people that that kind of want to put their money to to good causes and uh and it, it sort of becomes ridiculous doesn't it you know mr facebook dude mark zuckerberg he um not to be confused with danny danny zucker what what, what was john travolta's character in greece danny i was going to say danny, danny zucker. was it i don't know i can't remember danny zucco danny zucco yeah yeah, well, obviously, Mark. Know. I was going to say Danny Zuccaro, but Zuccaro was some sort of synth. Um, was he some sort of. He like... was the Senza Una Donna um, uh, duet with Paul Young. Oh, yeah, Kia Sedona with Paul Young. Yeah, it was a lovely track. <laughs> really enjoyed that. No, Kia Sedona was by the um, Fun Loving Criminals, I think. <laughs> Kia Sedona. Kia Sedona. No a friend more of mine once sort of met Jeff. Bezos in a really bizarre way because he 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 went to one of those one of his rocket launch sites um sort of on official business but then, then there was a there's like the sort of maximum security area and they said you can't come in here unless you've got a US passport because we can't security check foreign passports or something what, Jeff, my mate Jeff had just British reached passport. into his back pocket and said, I've got a couple to choose from, what do you want? Well, Jeff wasn't around at this point. There's oh. no Jeff, there's okay. just some people. And there was a sort of imminent but not quite imminent rocket launch or something going on. And then my mate, somehow, by sort of moving through in a crowd of people, managed to get into the maximum security area without having his details checked, which in itself, I suppose, is a bit of a worry. But then he shat himself that he was going to be busted... And the next thing, Jeff Bezos came into the room and started saying hello to people. And my mate panicked. And when Jeff Bezos said, hey, good to meet you, my friend did a crap American accent. What? <laughs> when, hi. So that he didn't get uh, busted for, in fact, not being American. <laughs> it's OK. There's always sort of a part. I don't, I don't have know a conversation what the... doing an oh, accent. Oh, yeah. gosh. I would have just introduced myself as AstraZeneca. I've just gone. Oh yeah, I was I was I was educated in America and I was born here, but I've got a British accent because I don't know, my parents are global entertainers. Um <laughs> and my name's AstraZeneca. I was thinking the other day actually about the names of of of, of, of vaccines or companies behind very, very impressive vaccines. Uh, they all to me they all sort of sound like um fledgling supercar companies or or bad special editions that never quite made it don't you think astrazeneca astrazeneca was, uh, was obviously a speedster voxel concept 
that, <laughs> was made by that company that I've just now totally forgotten the name of that's always at the Geneva Motor Show where they they turn, I don't know, Porsche KNs into hovercrafts and stuff. I got Rinspeed. Rin, Rinspeed, yeah. So the Rinspeed will have done the AstraZeneca completely. Um, and the back bumper, at the a press of two solenoids, the back bumper comes off and turns into a jet ski and <laughs> that nobody ever wanted or uses. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the what, what would be the other one? You've got the Pfizer BioNTech. Obviously, well, there's Novavax now, isn't there? Which is definitely uh, oh, Novavax, a terrible seventies kit car. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Yeah, or a slightly implausible sounding uh, bad guys organization in one of the worst Bond films. Oh, it would be. Well, Drax would obviously run Novavax, yeah. and you just go, well, hang on, that just doesn't sound believable oh it is it's totally no one would ever suspect it as money laundering it's absolutely do you fine. um have you you must have read the thomas the tank engine books no no i've really got not. no you never watched the series or anything i used to watch i used to watch the early ones where it was real railways right yeah um, I really appreciated the, the scale down. We, I know we had this conversation in a very recent podcast about model railways and dioramas and detail, or detail mm. if you're American. Um, and I, yeah, but I, I remember when my kids were very young, when Thomas the Tank Engine went from um, real railways to CGI. Yeah. And aside from the fact that I was sleep divided, I was fucking furious about it i was really angry <laughs> for weeks i remember getting right on my high horse about the fact they've just destroyed whatever i mean apart from the fact that thomas is a complete flute i mean an absolute he's, he's spam a dick, satchel yeah he <laughs> <laughs> i mean he, i mean he was the one all the trains were basically useless no wonder the controller was so fat he was just panic eating about the fact that nothing would ever get delivered and no one would ever get anywhere but no, I mean, like, Thomas was totally useless. Fat controller would go, right, the points are going to change. When they do, you're going left. He'd just go, no, I'm not. Yeah. You're going left and uh, if you want to keep your job and your siding and your your space in the shed to sleep. you just go, yeah, okay, whatever, and then just immediately not do it. I mean, what an absolute asshole. He's just saying, he's, I mean, serially incompetent. He's worse than Postman <laughs> fucking Pat. And let's be honest, he... Should have been oh. sacked years ago. Oh, special delivery but service. Thomas and his mates are. There's a book. There's a Thomas book, which is, uh, I think, an American published one because, it, amongst other things, it, um, it, it it features a Scottish castle, and they keep referring to it as the Scottish castle. And you go, hang on a minute. Thomas isn't set in Scotland. It's just, I think this is just a thing that Americans might do. So do they refer to a very sort of baronial old place as a Scottish castle? But it's this book is is weird for a number of reasons. But at the end of it, having fucked up a really simple task, uh, the fat controller, whatever he's called now, Sir Topham Hatt, isn't he? He, he? he says, I'd say it's a job well done. You go, no, it's not. It was a really simple task that they made a complete cock of. I mean, don't reward them for this. They'll never learn. Well, he's, he's just, he's drunk to forget, hasn't he? So just before the end of the working day, he's just put, put, away, put away a really large bottle of fortified wine and he's just drunk to completely erase memory of like the total shambolic schedule. That, that it's incredibly badly run rail network that he presides over. It's just, oh, it's it's got, I mean, it's got systemic problems that he just, he, he doesn't know where to begin. So he just, yeah, he just opens he just a bottle of Stone's ginger wine. <laughs> There's the thing, actually, in this weird book with the Scottish castle in it, it sort of, it becomes apparent 
that, that Thomas and his mates have fucked up early doors. And then the <laughs> next page, there's a little lift the flap book, and you lift a flap, and it shows that Sir Topham Hatt's gone for lunch. And you go, <laughs> I mean, what during a what during a catastrophe? Yeah. He's just in the like in the in the building behind the station having lunch. You lift the flap of one of the windows, and there he is having a massive banquet. And you just go, what an idle twads! But well, in meanwhile, the case, yeah. Meanwhile, like what one of the trains gets the fucking helicopter to go up and have a look for the missing things, and you go, that's an incredible expense that you've oh. now incurred for your incompetence. I, I can't. I can't even begin. Well, Postman Pat's special delivery service. I mean, it's unbelievable. The guy's, the guy's area, the delivery area, is, is three villages that are possibly 10 miles in total distance. Um, and somebody says, and it's not even that urgent, somebody says, oh, Pat, I've got a package about the size of a can of Coke that I need delivering by about five o'clock today. That gives you ten hours. And he goes, I know. And look, just send the Chinook up. What do you mean the Chinook? I can cycle there. I can cycle there and have five hours grace. I can do... I know what Pat does. I reckon what Pat does, and I would love it if Pat, because I think Pat changed a van to an EV at some point, and I remember mm. the van always sort of not quite idling right. It was obviously you know the carburetor was wanked on it, but um, yeah, well, I'd always it was, love I mean, it. In fairness, all of the of... all of the humpback bridges were too steep, badly designed, and all the lanes oh, are only about an inch wider than <clears> the van itself. So I mean, it's quite, it's quite. I could see why he would have asked for a helicopter because after a while, that driving must have been all right. Well, he needs a K car, or he needs a Dakar yes. truck, so he just goes as the crow would fly. And he'd ask, <laughs> he'd ask farmer, farmer, I don't know, moustache face, whatever he's called. He'd ask farmer moustache face, he'd go, listen, I'm not being funny, I've got to deliver this can of Coke-sized parcel by five, so can I just razz straight across all your fields as the crow would fly? Look, you know, if there's a few crops damaged, I'll sort it out. Put it on my tab. I'm sure he's got a tab of damage from fence, <laughs> fences and dry stone walls. So he'd just be like, just stick it on the tab, mate. And, of course, he carries around a bloody cat with him. I mean, if he was, an, if he was a DPD driver or a Hermes driver, of course, he'd do the, the handbrake with three clicks on while you're still decelerating uh, 15 miles an hour. And you'd open the door and the cat would immediately run away because... That's what yes. cats would do, That's wouldn't what cats they? Do. Yeah. So he'd do a really fast delivery, followed by twenty minutes of hunting and beating around bushes around the person's house, <laughs> trying to get his bastard cat. Back in the they van. didn't write that in because it's the kind of post-disrupting uselessness that would be Pat's sort of signature move. And then, oh, Pat, I'm glad I've bumped into you. I've got this second-class letter that I want delivering to that house. You can literally see from here. Oh, okay. I'll get the Westland links out. <laughs> Fucking lunatic. Anyway, the he's reason I bring such up... A, such, he's such a massive waste of, waste of resources. <laughs> maybe. I can't remember. What's the... I can't remember the area that Postman Pat's set in, but maybe... Glen, Glendale, was it? Glendale, Glen, somewhere like that. Yeah. Oh, that's a part of LA, I think. But um, it's... it's. Well, um, maybe Pat's gone to LA now. He's so famous. He just doesn't <laughs> bother made, with, like... Really he hasn't drizzly. made money, though, has he? Because he's... He just spunks it all away on unnecessarily complicated on hovercrafts and expensive and hardware to <laughs> deliver a collection of thin balls. Oh, Pat, it's my cousin's birthday a week on Wednesday. Uh, I wonder if you could deliver this card to us. Certainly, I'll get the Akrana plan out. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, <laughs> the reason I bring up Thomas the Tank Engine originally was was um, because, <laughs> don't get me started because, on Thomas. He's such a stroker, uh, or a stoker, I suppose, if he's coal powered. Absolute stoker. <laughs> Thomas, you know the location where Thomas the Tank Engine is set is on the island of Sodor. Sodor, which I always thought was Sodor. <laughs> <laughs> the island of sodomy. But then all of the, it's like, it's the worst made-up names place ever. Like, all the locations, what are they called? Like, Knapford Station and yes. Tidmouth, Vickerstown. They all sound unconvincingly made up. There's not a realistic sounding name amongst them. They're like things like the Royal the Rovers or something. They just go, <clears throat> none of these are real towns. They're so there's nowhere called Sodor in the UK. There's nowhere called Sodor because it would just get ridiculed, really. Well, it doesn't or, sound like anywhere that actually exists either. It's no. just like it's it's bizarre. The, what's his name, Reverend Audrey, whoever invented Thomas? Yeah, he he could do many things like write about incompetent trains but he, he absolutely <laughs> could not make up a convincing place name no no he really so, could no, I just want to just want to raise that the other one is I, I only realized from reading um one of the sort of you know new new generation Thomas and friends books to my kids there's a bit where Thomas again fucks it up and gets stuck in the snow but actually then it's revealed it's not Thomas's fault because then his driver gets out and you go oh, fuck, oh yeah forgotten. they have drivers so they're not autonomous. No. They're, they're sentient beings trapped in the body of a train. Oh, that's deep and creepy, isn't it's it? With really, the coal. Yeah. So they've got, there's a brain in front of the coal boiler. The very hot oh. coal boiler, yeah, but they don't have any control. Who's seemingly. the one that looks... The one, one of them's got a face, uh, just like one of the people from Gogglebox... <laughs> um, what's the really big train that's just cross all the time? Gordon. Oh. Gordon. Is he the fast one? Is he the express? He's, a, he's a big blue fucker. Yeah. Okay. Well, Gordon's face is very similar to one of the um, uh, not presenters, whatever you want to call them, characters on Gogglebox. If you ever watch that, uh, yeah, he lives I... in. He lives he, where he's always sitting next to an old woman in a static caravan. That one. Yeah. Oh yes. Do you know they've got they've got almost identical faces. Just yeah, thought you're I, right. Just thought I'd put that out there. Huh? Hadn't yeah. spotted that. Yeah. There you go. Good. Well, that's that. Yeah. Clear, right? um, <laughs> Didn't I think we'd be talking about what I wanted to talk about. No, incompetent it's, it's, steam engine idiot. Drifted yeah. away from the shore again, but um, uh, I wanted to thank everybody who has sent in suggestions for what my next family car should be um still still yeah oh, we're what wow. like three or four weeks and this is still still rolling quite i mean not just rolling but rolling rolling good it's i mean i don't want to say please stop because they're quite amusing some of them i'll tell you what is probably the the most commonplace suggestion um is the um, mondeo st220 estate Okay, yes, I know. Probably very cheap now, I would have thought. Well, yeah, so I'll give you an example. Uh, ben Payne, who is one of our patrons, has written in. Um, with, actually, it's a really good message because he, um, uh, he said, I got ready for a job interview the other day by listening to one of your podcasts. It put me in a great mood and I got the job. So oh, well, we'll have to take that. We'll, we'll have take to. that one. We don't, we don't Well done, Ben. Praise, that's that's, that's, that's yeah, lovely. Cheers, well done on the job, Ben. I don't think it was down to us, but, you know. 
um, we'll take that nonetheless. But yeah, he says, my suggestion for Richard's new family car is a Mondeo ST220 Estate. There are two nice ones on Autotrader, one for about 2000 and one for about 4500 Uh Worth selling. Uh, worth looking at the 2K one, just because the dealer selling it seems to specialise in left-hand drive exotics with red interiors, like a budget Sultan of Brunei. <laughs> so what? I will go and look that up, Ben. Thank you. Um, thank you for the thing. Um, a few Subarus do quite well as well in suggestions. Oh, yeah, a, um, a Legacy or a Forester. Yeah, so, um, I yeah, I, I mean, I, the... Uh, I haven't bought anything. I'm not sure I am going to buy anything soon. I don't really need to. But, you don't um, need to. No. I don't need to. Well, we're not going anywhere. It's weird. So um, I will <laughs> just read out <laughs> um, a chap called Tom Gorton emailed. And he said, Richard, why don't you get a transit sports van and um, run the engine sports. on brutes, which will give an amazed smell and won't cause pollution so you won't get charged for emissions? Bloody, can you imagine that? That would be amazing. I um I've still got some brute. It's amazing. I mean, like five quid's worth just goes so far. It's like it's just, it's more concentrated than washing up liquid. It's just incredible. You can just keep <laughs> throwing it on the neck. It's still there the next month. Still there the month after. You're like this bottle just never ends. It's amazing. I I I've been thinking about your dog car type scenario, which is not yeah. really. I was going to say dilemma, but let's face it, Rich, it's not a dilemma. You don't need another no, car. No, it's not a dilemma. Really. Well, no, even if I did, it's not a dilemma. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Dilemma seems to over-dramatise this a little bit. It's an intriguing problem. But, yeah, people... Um, I can't find it now, but there's another guy um, suggested... I've had a few suggestions for Saabs. Um, Saabs are good just because I've never owned one and I kind of fancy owning one. Yeah, good call. Yeah, good call. There's, a, there's someone whose email just comes up as Able Mechanism. Is quite good in itself. Um, or actually, I won't read out their email address. <laughs> Shit, I almost read out someone's email address. <laughs> their email address is quite com- quite good as well. But their, the the display name, which has nothing to do with the address, is Able Mechanism. And yeah. Certain email just says Stopgap Family Car Saab Estate Edition, and then just sent me an Auto Trader link. There's four available in the UK on Auto Trader. Um, that's the kind of uh, cuts the chase action uh, uh, that I that I like, but um, yeah, the, the, someone else sent me up. Sorry, I can't find the message now because I'm um, I have Postman Pat competence when it comes to filing messages in a logical way. I bet way, you don't. I bet you're not that bad. No, I don't. I, I didn't go. Oh, I can't find. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't find that email. I know. I'll. Um, I'll get the auto gyro out for some reason or other. Well, I'll speak um, to Julian Assange. I'll phone up Julian Assange and um, I'll just get and, him to sort out my email systems for me and uh, just create a, a slight amount of global commotion while I'm looking for one woman's letter. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that nice and overkill. That sounds about right, Pat. Yeah, um, do that. Now, I'm going to say that... I, I, I can say with some certainty we have only once had an email from a woman. I'm not saying this show's quite sort of male-centric, but yeah, well, I think it is. it is. I think it is. I I'd don't... say it probably is. We've had an we've... email from a lady. That's brilliant. Yeah, you remember that lady who emailed in about <clears throat> her, her um, boyfriend's birthday? Oh, of course. Yeah. And and I think she is our our lone female correspondent so far. So. No, I think there's more. If there's any females who listen to this and, and, and I will include in that one sort of force to maybe on journeys or I don't know, during uh a walking trip, whatever we're allowed to do now. Um yeah, that I I I think there's more than one female out there. There has to be. 
There just has to be. He well, says, look, looking up on the internet, how much snatch Land Rovers are for your dog car. Uh, <laughs> that X, X, M-O-D, X, NATO Disposal Company, just up the road from oh, me, called modsurplus.co.uk. They don't pay me to say that, but I've just found them. Do you know, when I ordered my Defender, I almost thought this is a silly waste of money because there's a place in Yorkshire... I can't remember what it's called, the Land Rover Specialist, that had an XMOD. I don't think it's technically a snatch, but it was, uh, it was a 90 sort of yeah. wolf spec. Yeah. Really tidy. At quite low miles for, a, for an ex-army one. And it had sort of all the stuff you'd want on it to make it vaguely bearable, like power steering and stuff. And, and it just looked fucking great. A little bit scuffed, but, but nice. And it was eight grand or something back then. Well, it been eight grand. That seems very cheap, but I'm sure it was. I remember thinking, Jesus, that's that's just perfect for, for the yeah. money, you know. Yeah. And then it mm. sold, and and I, <clears throat> so I was, you know, I, I got a bit giddy and ordered a new one. But um, yeah, I'd quite like one of those roughy, toughy sort of. If I ever bought a Defender, ones. I probably would buy an ex NATO type type thing. But you I wouldn't buy I'd... a Defender, would you? Because I can't no. imagine you ever doing that. No, I just wouldn't. No, if I'm honest. Um, something. I buy Nissan me. Patrol that goes up a dune in the UAE at 160 miles an hour because it's running on pure alcohol. Straight, <laughs> straight six Supra motor. I like quite like those. They're interesting. <laughs> uh, That's funny enough. Do you know what hold their value like an absolute bastard is full size Toyota Land Cruisers? Yeah, they do. Because you know, I, I had that thing where I went, "Oh, I should get a supercharged Range Rover," and I was like, "No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Or should I? I don't know. I don't know." But I then I was like, "Well, I don't know why, but my mind wandered." Because I've been looking at all sorts of stuff, apart from things you know people have been sending in, and yeah, you know, I, I did sort of have a little look at Saabs and go, "Oh, I quite quite like Saabs and Volvos," and I, I, I suddenly I was like, "Citroen Berlingos." I mean, I love a Berlingo, the old shaped Berlingo. Yeah, I do. Good car. And, yeah, they're lovely, aren't they? Big bungee ride, and yeah. they're just really, you know, loads of room in them, and you get one with the glass glass panels in the roof, and they're just they're lovable cars, um, and quite hard to find petrol ones, which I'd kind of need to dodge the ULES extension, but they are out there, and I found in fact I found one that was sort of like a grand or something. I was just like, oh man, maybe I should just get that. But I've been meandering all across also well, trains. It's nice and, and utilitarian, I've, I think, for a yeah, dog car. It needs to be yeah. utilitarian. Well, isn't it? But the thing is, it's not just a dog car because it also has to have my kids in it. At, you know, it's like it's a family car, so you know. The, oh, okay, the, all right. Okay. But yes, I mean that's the thing. The dog could go in the back, and and she'd like it because they've got quite a low sill. Yes, she's they got do. a bad leg at the moment, so that would help her enormously. Um, but. Uh, then uh, yeah, I meandered into Toyota Land Cruiser. I thought, oh, those big, the big fuck off Amazon ones. I quite like those. Yeah, and uh, you know they're they're famously bulletproof as well, reliability wise. Holy crap, they hold their money. They they're insanely valuable second hand. Are there that many in the UK though? Is it one of those ones where because they don't sell many, that they, they they hold their value brilliantly, or if anybody orders them left-handed, left-hand drive from this country for whatever reason, instant resell over overseas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, because then you get, I think you probably get a few JDM ones, don't you, coming in? I mean, there's there's, there's more yeah. diesels around. The diesels don't hold their value so much, but, um, oh, actually, there's one just popped up here. But this, see, this wouldn't be ULES compliant. Uh, there's one here, I was looking on Autotrader, 1998. ULES. ULES. Uh, 98, 5.0, oh, sorry, 4.7 litre Land Cruiser Because Because one of the things that draws me to these is that that's the, um, that's the V8 from the Lexus LS 400, just a little bit yeah. bigger. Oh, and I remember... Yeah. Driving a, uh, a Lexus LS four hundred and then one of these in quite quick succession in back into like nineteen ninety eight and thinking that the engine was if anything a little bit smoother in the in the Land Cruiser, which I know that is, that is a heck of an engine. Is is it a one one JZ or a one <coughs> UZ or something, something? Something like that. I can't mm. remember. Anyway, there's loads of diesel. Well, more diesel ones out there, and they're they're probably a bit cheaper. But if you want a uh, a petrol Amazon um, that then, kills the Amazon, yeah. Well, because it's just so unfeasibly large. Basically, twenty a twenty odd year old one. This this one here is ninety eight. So the twenty two year old one is is seven grand. There's a ninety nine one here uh, for eight grand. And then if you get to 20. a two thousand and five, yeah, uh, which has been LPG converted. Don't fancy that. Sixteen grand. There's a 2007 that's, one here. It's left-hand drive, and it's got the Lexus. It's the Lexus-branded one. God knows where that's come from. The US, maybe. Um, and that's 25 and a half grand. So it's for much a higher residuals than a Range Rover. Oh, way, way. But yet cheaper yeah. to buy in the first place. Yeah. Interesting. Mad, Interesting. I think it's the rep. I think it's just they have a rep for being really reliable, and you can run them forever, and they're tough, and they're practical. And so you they're buy, probably just really sought after, aren't they, by, by a certain sort of person you know has a certain kind of use case which is probably you know pulling a horse box or something yeah yeah so and because there aren't that many around yeah no they really they really do hold their money what about um, Hilux we talked about Hilux surfs I still fancy a Hilux surf even though I've got no reason for one I just like them I prefer them to the normal Hilux pickup they're always Japanese imports mm. they're always auto unfortunately but hey I'll live with that but they look great just um, look great <clears throat> Anyway, I yeah, I'm not I'm not buying a car in a hurry. I was going to say, I, not I appreciate <laughs> suggestions from listeners. It's amusing, and um, uh, yeah, it's always nice to hear what people I know. A I, I will. Car. I'll, I'll properly compile some uh, listener suggestions together in a list at some point, so I can read them out rather than having to forage through my email inbox and the Patreon page in a shambolic manner while we're actually recording. Um, I do want to say one thing, though, about cars that I'm buying is that I'm not buying that fucking Hustler that you keep trying to persuade me oh, to Oh, come on, please. Off. Please go No, go you're not buying me. that Hustler. Your wife will leave you. 
I know she will. This is the problem. But the thing is, it's a one-owner, wood-finish, marine ply, Towns Hustler 6 that's been in storage for the last 20 years. Sadly, the owner's passed away. And it's it, probably it, it's riddled a, with woodworm. No, it's not, actually, Rich. You haven't seen it in real life. I haven't seen it in my own eyes. I'm, I'm probably going to make a video about it, but uh, it needs to go to a good home, and I, and I can't buy another car at the moment. But I was wondering if somebody could... Somebody could be the custodian of it, and I could have access to it. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm deadly serious, unfortunately. It's one of those cars that I've nearly bought several times, but this is the this is the bare wood one. This is the wooden finish one, the better one. For people who don't know what we're talking about, we should explain this. The <clears throat> hustler was um, William Towns, the guy who designed the Aston Martin Lagonda, amongst the other crazy things. one. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, probably could be described as a ruler enthusiast. He liked a straight edge on a car. I mean, obviously, it was because it was of the time, but he really embraced the fashion of the time. So he did the Aston Lagonda and the Aston Martin Bulldog one-off, if people are familiar with that. Again, quite, oh, yeah. a, quite a straight-edge car. It was sold recently, didn't it? It got bought yeah. recently. <clears throat> yeah. And then he did... Um, he facelifted the Reliant Scimitar SS1 from them actually made it better looking that really you know how it was really weird looking at first with those funny wheel arches and the flip forward headlights and he sort of yes smoothed it out into something a bit more normal um so he had a little side project in the 70s he designed and i think he also sold did he was he part of selling them didn't yes he sold the kits they were sort of a flat pack kit um and it's a mini underneath it's two mini subframes, yes. So mini A series engine with suspension and stuff, and then a subframe rear end. Or you could get the six wheeler, which had two subframes. Um, so just four back wheels that didn't really do anything. All the bodywork's wooden, so you could either buy the plans off him and then cut your own wood <laughs> and make it all happen, or I think mm -hmm. you could buy the kit. You might have been able to buy a turnkey car, but needless to say, you've got to look at these things. They're so of their time. But um, I think with the popularity and the f intrigue of the Aston Lagonda, I mean, this thing's just blimmin' bonkers and brilliant. And uh, I, I, I just really want fancy, like, I just feel like this one needs to... This should be our Smith & Sniff road trip vehicle, Rich. Do you not think? It's got a huge sliding doors. We'll just pick the hottest day of the year. But hasn't it? Just, I mean, it's not sliding doors so much as the whole side is like glass. Sort or of comes off. Well, yes, yeah. it's like a greenhouse, really. It's a wood. I, I it's was going to say a marine ply greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's a Euro N cap absolute nightmare. But um, it doesn't looks matter. like a an A level woodwork project. Basically, it's it's. It looks I mean, like a bon. It looks like a buggy that would have been dri driven around by a man or a woman in a boiler suit in the background <laughs> of a Bond film. You know, when there's lots of hustle and bustle because of the minions preparing yeah. the rockets or whatever. Yeah. It's one of them, but road legal. Are you in touch with the person who's got this car? Maybe. Okay. But I'm not buying it because you're buying it with me, and therefore that's mostly your car. Therefore, it's not my car. Do you know how much they want for it? I'm not buying. I'm just asking. Uh, approximately, <clears throat> I'm not divulging that information on this on this podcast because I don't want to get pipped. Or sorry, I don't want <laughs> you to get pipped. And so, 
I'm not buying it, honestly. <laughs> OK, you're not I'd, buying it, it's fine. I'm not buying it. What fine. would I do with it? Well, we, we, we cross those bridges when we come to them. Um, on a more serious note, actually, I'm, not that I'm changing the, the subject quickly, but I am. <laughs> Uh, I just I wanted to just uh, send out a, a, a memorial, really, to um, Sir Captain Tom Moore, who passed away at 100 years old uh, last week and uh, obviously raised a huge amount of money for the NHS. And, you know, his latter year, although he didn't know it, um, probably did more than ever, despite being a, a World War veteran. But I've, I've, there's a documentary that was done about him um, and I think it's it was done by a guy that we both know who was the exec producer on Fifth Gear and worked on Top Gear in the olden days, didn't he? And um, Oh, was he, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, 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 the background story of Tom Moore, the reason why I brought it up on this podcast is because I didn't realise Tom Moore was a massive um, fanatic of cars and bikes. And it turns out he was a bit of a wheel man. Um, was he? Yeah, he was, and and in this in this um, documentary, which I think was on ITV in the UK, so I'm sure you can find it on the ITV player. Um, it is here and there. He he, there's there's various interesting um, anecdotes that he came up with about loving cars, and um, when he came home in 1945 after the Second World War, he taught people how to drive tanks. He was a dispatch rider in the jungle during the war. Um, so he'd seen some hairy stuff and he became a travelling salesman um, and used to wear out his company cars because he used to do that many miles <laughs> he, he, he used to say the brakes in Cortinas never lasted they were terrible and he most people would turn their nose up at having a Mini as a long distance car, a company car but he used to love them and he swore by the Mini and he used to go used to do a lot of non-stop driving to the continent for family holidays and he'd gone on record saying he'd, he drove pretty much non-stop to Spain with his family <laughs> asleep and uh, uh, used to go off and go in a Rover SD1. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he had an SD1 and he used to, his work used to take him to Germany so, and he loved the autobahns. And, and, and his words, not mine, the Rover just sat at 130 for half an hour at a time. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so what, what an absolute ledge. What an absolute Bloody hell. ledge. Well, I, yeah. I didn't think he could be any more... Of a thoroughly decent chap, but I'm, I'm, I, the cut of his jib just got even more likable. I think I didn't well, realise that. Go. Um, so rest wow. in peace, Sir Captain Tom Moore. And um, the fact that you were um, uh, raised thirty million quid for the National Health Service is amazing. But also, driving a Rover SD1 um, erratically fast <laughs> on the autobahns, probably when you weren't even late for anything, is quite cool. <laughs> um, so, so, so well, well done, you. Um, yeah, because funny enough, I, I knew he was a Formula One fan because um, he, uh, some of the F1 teams, uh, did stuff with him when he was doing his his walking around his garden, didn't they? So they did, um, they did. Yeah, uh, I always uh, thought walking around his garden. I, I would have, um, if I was one of these people that made ride on miniature railways um, for for wealthy people's gardens and stuff, or eccentric retired people, I would have just supplied him with one of those. So. Maybe when he has his sort of hours break between walking up and down his garden, he could have just taken a scenic ride around the edge, around the perimeter, on one of those narrow gauge railways, which I really like, incidentally. I think they're fantastic. I think JK he... from Jamiroquai has got a ride on railway. Has he? In his garden. I think so. He's apparently into that, into his garden gauge railways. 
Uh, but I, I mean, always his, feel his like calm. they're going to fall over a bit. What, because they're inboard? Yeah, but, don't you? Yes, I do, very much. That's part of the thrill for me. I quite like the danger element. Yeah, I always just go, oh, we're looking at a broken knee here if this all goes bad. <laughs> I once, I, I think the kids were really young, and for Father's Day they took me to like an open day, a stately home not far from us, and it has an old, a steam railway in the, around the grounds and it's very narrow gauge. And it goes into a tunnel at one point, and the tunnel's quite long, so it goes pitch dark for a while. And I put my hands up in the air to sort of like go, woo, and I oh. smashed one of my hands against the stone tunnel because I didn't realise how low the ceiling was. <laughs> so I very nearly broke my wrist on a ride-on. I wonder if anybody who's listening has ever had any sort of moments on a ride-on railway. Injuries railways. sustained on a miniature railway is... Um, that's yeah. totally, that's a thing. That's, That's a, a thing. Fertile, fertile ground, I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe they are in flex. Or have you ever got into a fight at a model village? <laughs> I think that, that that would be a worthy story. I don't know how that could happen, but I'm sure That'd it be could. It's such an ugly thing, a fight at a model village, if someone toppled over onto a tiny replica of, I don't know, Hemel Hempstead or something. It'd just be, it's not a nice thing to. There's so much, nice to, so much to possibly go wrong. Oh, That's bloody thing, hell. Someone sent it? me a link to a last week to a German model village place that's is mind boggling it, I think I mean, it's the biggest one in the world extremely in depth yeah I, I, are you familiar with this then you probably are because you're, you're much more um, up on this stuff is it in Hamburg I, I think it's Hamburg no it possibly I've, is I've, let me just check this this is um is it the one where the it's got an airport and the aeroplanes actually take off yes okay yes, I've never been right. Can I we can that. we go? Can we go together? What? In our in our hustler six. Oh. <laughs> that would yeah, take so sure. long. We'd be so windswept sure. and tired. <laughs> We'd arrive it's, there and just go, I'm not interested. I just want to yeah, go I'm to Sorry, bed. I haven't got the energy to look at <laughs> tiny houses and cars and things. Uh it's called Minichar Wonderland. Uh it, well that's the that's the URL anyway. Uh and it, yeah, it is in Hamburg. I've got to go. I've never been. I've seen it, some images. It looks just brilliant. It does look pretty sensational. Um, we should closed, go there. By the way. It's closed until at least Valentine's Day, by the way. So, um, Well, just... Valentine's Day is all I need. <laughs> it's all I need. I mean, seriously. The, uh, roman- the romance of a model village. You are well, determined to fly your marriage into the mountains, aren't you? Just, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, 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 I've bought a Hustler 6, and we're going to Miniature Wonderland in Hamburg for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's an Come instant click-click-burr. That's an instant click-burr. Has to be. Um, well, anyway, I mean, yeah. The, the, it actually says uh, Miniature Wonderland is closed until at least February the 14th. So, you know, you could turn up and find that it's... It's still shut, which would be, but it is fantastic. Um, I'll put the I'll put the website into the usual show notes that I put on the Patreon page, so people can have a little look if they're not familiar with this place already. But it's uh, it's it, the website in itself is is a time suck because you can you can spend ages looking at <laughs> pictures and videos and all that stuff. Have you know Have you noticed how all I, I might have WhatsApped you earlier on this morning because I was just getting frustrated with it. Have you noticed how all Louis Vuitton luggage just looks awful mm, yeah it does doesn't it it just looks like something you know when you go away abroad for the first time and you haven't got any luggage so you borrow like your nan's suitcase <laughs> and it's got it's got an initial on it that isn't even yours like lv 
that's what it is. That's what it looks like to me. It looks, oh, so what's your bag? Oh, it's just a stylish bag that I borrowed off my nan. What's her name? Linda. <laughs> Linda Venn. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> shit <laughs> it's shocking isn't it yeah I, by the way if anyone's listening who works for Louis Vuitton and you were thinking of sponsoring the Smith and Sniff podcast what I just said then was I just did it for a cheap laugh I don't really mean it <laughs> I imagine anyway. Louis Vuitton was, was quite seriously considering sponsoring a podcast with two middle aged men talking shit about cars but, but well me too it now, so. we have we yeah, trashed it that's a, it's a shame isn't it there's just, just something up. I just, I, all that crap that it always just seems to it's like if you've actually got money and taste you don't buy that stuff do you it's like it is I just don't think so it's um, it, I, I always feel it appeals exclusively to people who want to appear like they've got more money than they actually have well, if you've my, really got a lot yeah, of money you don't yeah. play it I would imagine but um, that's, it just reminds me of also just twats on Instagram speaking of which you know the other week I said Instagram started serving me something you know so if I do the search thing was it, it ladies in yoga pants or something yeah they've they've ebbed away Okay. Uh, and okay. maritime disasters have dried up as well, which is, you know, I'm actually disappointed. Do you know what it started? As I was like, do you know what it started? Just like disasters. relentlessly serving me as if I'm fascinated by this. Davina yeah. McCall. Oh, I got her I, as well. What's going on? Doing do you think she's paid for this? Is it no, not even do. She's just like know. pictures of Davina McCall, a photo of Davina McCall with some random bloke, maybe her husband. I don't know. It's just it, like, but yeah, just as of last night, Davina McCall, all over my That's random funny, search page on on Instagram, and I just I was like, I what have I done? I've had the same. She she's she's been paying for that. She's been paying for that, Rich. Maybe. She totally has. But I get the maritime disasters thing. I do enjoy seeing containers sort of sliding around on the deck of a ship like they're just yeah. leather blocks uh, or, on, a, um, on a kid's play thing. There's something desperate. Because I'm, all I'm ever thinking is, oh, man, can you imagine in, inside there is someone's, like, Subaru 22B that they're importing from Japan and they've just paid top yen for it. And yeah. it's now just <laughs> smashing to and fro. <laughs> Which, fun enough, it does happen now and again. Yeah. And yeah. your car arrives, and they open the doors of the container. Find out it was never tethered. Just, just a load of bits <laughs> fall out. Yeah, it's also around when Instagram kept showing me boaty things. Uh, I, there are a lot of pictures of people swimming right in front of enormous container ships or tankers. Oh, don't, don't. And that's, oh, it's just horrible. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't freak me out. But I discovered that there is actually a sort of documented condition in which people get. It's sort of like it's a, it's a well-known phobia slash, you know, sort of recurring dream where you, where you buy an enormous boat in the water and you're swimming next to it, and it's you know people people get freaked out by. It. There's even I discovered I discovered on trying to research this, there's a Reddit group for people who claim to suffer from this, but then I'm not sure they do because they just so keep what, posting pictures of stuff, big what, boats with people swimming by them. Is it um so is it like a bit like people that really like to scare themselves by standing on the edge of a the rooftop of a uh, a skyscraper or something and yeah maybe yeah oh man that i, I can't look at those because i always just think oh, it's, it's a bit winky bottom isn't it well it's just uh, it goes through me because you look at the pictures of the people doing it or standing on tower cranes on a rainy day or something and you just go the slippage they, yeah a propensity you'll just do that slippage. one last time and it will be the last time you know it's always the mm. last time that it goes wrong isn't it so i just um i get a bit uh, don't, yeah. please don't 
around that. Anyway, um, I'm just going to change the subject because, um, and guess what? It's cars. I, I was thinking the other day about there's certain cars that just slip through my mental net. Like, I used to sort of be obsessive about, you know, reading all the magazines and websites and everything, just knowing everything that came out. And these days, I just, I just bits, I just miss, and cars I forget exist. And one of them is that AMG GT four door thing. Oh yeah, have yeah. you ever seen one? No, I've never no. driven one either. Um, no, me neither. That's a very good question. It, it's but, not that they ever though, sold is it? one. Oh well, I don't know. Is it? It's I feel like to... it came out about two or three years ago. Oh, if it came out three years ago, that'd be quite scary. Uh, well, I've I never seen one. No, I've I've never seen one. Um, I tell you what, I did see the other day, which I did like, um, was the CLS shooting brake. I saw an AMG one the other day, which I thought the, was very uh, well, cool. Because we used to have one of those. What, you had an AMG sh- CLS shooting Not brake? an AMG one, no. I had, you had um, a Derv one. I had a diesel one, but I had the V6 diesel. Was, was it good? Of, a bit of a... Yeah, I loved that car. Absolutely loved it. We only got rid of it because um, well, my wife found it a bit big and she drove it more than I did because it was after our son was born. It was our first sort of practical family car. Uh, and, um, okay, okay. And it was just, yeah, it, it, it was... My wife just went... Because I lied to her because she, she went, isn't it really big? And I went, no. no. It's just an illusion because it's very low. And uh, she soon rumbled that. She went, it's a frigging nightmare to park that. In places where she needed to park, you know, in sort of congested streets, parallel parking. It was lovely. Oh, it was. It was actually a really nice car. <laughs> really nice. And um, uh, maybe I should just get one of those. I wonder. Do you know what? Just get a just get a secondhand leggy one. Hang on, I'm going to get my mouse out. Because le- I was going to get a leggy CLS shooting brake. <gasps> What do we think? What are they going to be? They're not going to be mega cheap, though. I mean, I wasn't planning. The, on... the shooting brake will be more than the normal one because they won't have sold as many. But but then, well, yeah, but then that's maybe makes them unpopular. So they're probably maybe not as sought after because uh, the 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 saloon ones, you know, then people do sort of modifying to them, don't they? Put big wheels on them. And yeah, things. they but do. The, look good, the estate version is probably not. But it's in that sort of sphere even though it's a hella handsome car but it is isn't uh, it it's just not quite got i'm gonna do here we go lowest price what do we think oh okay hmm it can't be down to five yet no it can't be that low ten eight and a half eight and a half eight and a half for a, this is a four-cylinder one so yeah it's all right diesel yeah uh oh, is that the what's that the 220 or the yeah, it's a 250 but it's it's not it's one with merc just fast asking oh the start, engine size yeah. is a 2.1 i think isn't it but Flutes. um hundred thirty thousand miles looks all right i mean i think and it's you a just, 63 you, you plate you just bought one You've just mentally bought one. That's it's done. The deal's what done. Is it? It's just fucking trying to mind games me into just buying think it. cars. CLS brake and a Hustler Six. Puff, puff, puff. Done. The deal's laid out. It's I perfect. see. I'm just going to mention the Hustler again. Just if he doesn't notice. If I say it fast, he won't spot it. Um, Look, you hear in the rap videos let's all the see. time. I'm just a hustler, baby. Look, you would actually be a hustler because you'd have the hustler. You, you... There are now. Wait, there are eight petrol uh, CLS shooting brakes on Autotrade. They're all going to be the AMG ones, aren't they? So yeah, they will be. 
That'd be a high dollar, yeah. I would have thought. Twenty-five grand. Yeah, that's because when, that's when we got no ours, longer a dog car, is it? I mean, eight when, grand's when not a dog car, but no. Well, no, but family car, yes, easier to just sort of. Twenty-five grand, not really what I was looking to drop here, but yeah. um, the when we when we got ours, because it was a lease, I got all the figures, and it was you know, it's a reasonable price. And then the guy said, "Actually, do you know what?" I think the AMG one is not that much more. And I was like, oh, if it's not much more, I reckon I could slip this past my wife. She won't notice until she goes, <laughs> why does it make so much noise and go so quickly? Um, um, yeah, cold start, yeah. But I was really excited about this. I was like, you know, screw it. I know we're just we're about to have a child, but let's get a bit giddy here while we still can, because it's fine. It doesn't matter either way. But uh, <laughs> the guy went, I'll just run some numbers. Then he came back to me went, ah, yeah. You know I said it's not much more. Uh, it's actually twice as much. And so that killed that idea stone oh, dead. So, obviously a fantastic salesman. It's almost the same price. Actually, it's, it's, it's 100% more. <laughs> well, I think he, in good faith he, he mistakenly believed, oh, these look so good, by the way. Some of them on those sort of spokey-ish wheels. They're just lovely. They're good, oh, aren't man. they? They are good. They're very, they very are good. good. I've forgotten how good they are. Yeah. Huh. Do you know what? Why don't you just buy a CLS normal saloon and buy dog, one of those dog, aluminium dog, truckman tops? No, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll kick. No, I'll just a, buy a cattle trailer and we'll drag the just, dog around. That we don't even take the dog that many places in the car because she doesn't like it. I mean, but it's a, the problem is there are occasions when we do need to take. Oh, her. dude, you've answered your own question. Buy for you. I know, but it's the that's hound. the thing. Is, no, 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 but. We, it's the it's the moments when we do we do need it, you know. It's like, you, why have you put lifeboats on that boat? You won't need them. And it's like, but when you do need them, you'll be glad that you did. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I did to put lifeboats on it. <laughs> well, well, look, I love the fact that I WhatsApped you uh, this morning when I woke up. Oh no, it was in the early hours. I've just looked at the time. It was half past midnight. I love the fact that I sent you that Nissan President Buddhist Temple hearse. Oh shit, I'd forgotten on about eBay, that. And you didn't reference it at all. No reference. Well, no, because it's I'll tell you what. A, it's because. You don't go to bed, and I do, and and then I wake up in the morning, and quite often the first thing I, I my phone pings with is, is a nocturnal message from you. But I'm still half asleep at this point, and then I forget, and I had I'd completely forgotten you sent me that fucking hearse again, and uh, a Toyota Century V12. Yeah, for not a lot of money. I mean, if there ever was a perfect oh. recession car. It well, has to I be mean, a V12 um, Toyota Century. This yeah. is that place in the northeast, though, and I can't tell because these photos are different to the last time they had a Century, and I can't tell if they keep getting Centuries in and selling them or if it's the same Century, and every so often they just wheel it to a different location <laughs> and take some more pictures and put it back up on eBay because... It's, it's the sale of the century, Rich. <laughs> oh, where's, where's me snare drum of a symbol? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, gosh. Oh, so sorry. I was going to say I'll get me coat, but I've actually got my, my fleece on. Is it cold thought, again? Oh, it's it's bitter. I can't feel the ends of my fingers. Yeah. Someone sent me a message last week after the, after the last podcast and just went, disappointed that Johnny didn't mention how cold he was in the last show. So, <laughs> oh, really? There I'm we sorry. go. I've, I've snuck um, it in. I've snuck it in. In fact, um, I didn't. I'm, I'm going to. Sh- I'm having. A, I'm going to have a slightly senior moment, despite the fact that I'm not really senior. Um, that someone was talking about BFFs the other day, 
and I didn't really know what they meant, so I looked it up, and I was actually disappointed to learn what it meant. So, Did you not I, know what it meant? No, not really. I didn't give a shit about it, so I didn't really think much about it. But I'm really um, surprised, particularly because you've got... Your daughter's sort of closing in on teenagehood as well, I'm sure. Yeah, she She's is. Not, she doesn't bandy that that phrase around. She does a little bit, which is why I, I kind of. And I, you just, I just ignored it. Yeah, I did. I did just ignore it. I'll, I'll be honest. I did just ignore it. But that I'll I, be honest I with me. Did, did when you hear BFF? Did was your first thought BFF Goodrich, the tire company? It was that, and then I <laughs> I saw, and then I concocted my own, um, my my own name, my own. Ne- I don't know what I'm trying to say. What 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 it. It doesn't mean best friends forever to me. Do you know what it means? Right. I've, well, I, this, I'm going to market this. It's, it could be big. Barn fine fleece. <laughs> it's perfect. And do you know why? Because I'm wearing a, a fleece that's not, not, not stylish whatsoever right now. Uh, uh, and I thought, you know, we've talked about these sort of dog breeders, fleeces that, that you can buy with images of dogs and wolves and Dalmatians yeah, and things on. yeah. Well, could, I want a barn. For, I want a depiction of a, maybe a montage of barn finds on a very, very thick, lined, practical, outdoorsy, garagey fleece. BFF, <laughs> barn find fleece. Barn find fleece. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that all right? <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. So that's my BFF. Oh man. Do you want to be my BFF forever? <laughs> no, be, be, it's, be, the forever's built into the expression. Oh shit! Yeah, it's a bit like when people say, "What's your VIN number?" It's like, "Well, that's the yeah. VIN." Yeah. What's your PIN number? Yeah. What's your PIN? No- yeah. What's your PIN number? Yeah. No. Number number. What you mean? Yeah. Number number. It's, there's a there's a there's a word for it, isn't there? There's a um, it's something like repetitive word syndrome (RWS). But then, as a joke, you're supposed to say, "Oh, that's like RWS syndrome." Um, <laughs> I, that's not a funny joke, is it? But I've, I've heard this is a thing, apparently. Um, anyway, I'm just—I'm sorry. I've still got Auto Trader up here, and I'm just getting horribly distracted. Oh, you awful man! Just, just, just now. I, I, well, if you want to talk ever, about distractions, you yeah. are the one that introduced me to Fesshole on Twitter. Oh my Jesus! Which I had never heard of. Yeah. Did you it's read- the best and worst of humanity all in one, isn't it? It's extraordinary. You just never know where it's going to go. It's a complete, it is a roulette wheel of morality. Um, yeah. Some of it is actually quite disturbing. Uh, some of, some of it is, is hysterically funny and, um, and, but, but, and, and all, all points in between. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I've, I'm just reading the one from, this, from lunchtime. Can I read it out to you? It's nice on. and short. I was once caught short, so I had a poo in a quick-save shopping bag <laughs> that I'd found. I threw it over a hedge, but it landed on the roof of a hearse that was leading a funeral <laughs> cortege. <laughs> the shame still haunts me. Oh, my God. A, a, bag, a bag of poo onto a, onto a hearse heading towards its... Oh, my word. There we That's go. That's bad, isn't it? If ones really make me laugh, I save them. And I've just looked at the ones I've saved. The top one is, I told my ex I was as, as attracted to her intelligence as much as her looks. Then she tried to throw a tomato sandwich out of a car without opening the window. <laughs> <laughs> I've told I you about the time, I, I'm, I'm sure I've told you about the time I nearly got arrested for throwing a sandwich out of a window, didn't I? What? When I was, we were filming at the time, weirdly. We were filming Fifth Gear in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and you tried uh, to throw a sandwich out of a car window. It was it what it was was the it was towards the end of the sandwich. It was a packet sandwich from a fuel station, a pretty grubby one, and it was a bit mm. wet. I think it, oh. you know, and it just wasn't right. <laughs> so just the last bit, not a big piece. Say a piece about. Uh, the size of a top of a gear knob, average size gear knob. Um, anyway, I wound the window down a few a few inches and lobbed it out without looking in. And I wasn't driving; I was a passenger. I was filming with Tom Ford, with Wookie Ford, hmm. and it hit a police motorcycle rider Dude. who was riding on our blind spot. I kid you not, on a dual carriageway, and it hit him straight in the visor. And he pulled us over, shouted. He was shouting relentlessly at me in Spanish. And uh, it all got massively out of hand. Wouldn't let us leave without giving him 300 euros. Bloody hell. Yeah, it was serious. Well, he was livid. He was writing out all kinds of documents, basically trying to get us bollocked. I mean, it was a very random day. We had to drive a long way in a day whilst filming. And then when we got to the other end, we were supposed to have... We were supposed to have filmed us going to a nightclub, but we got there. Uh, we got there like a Monday night, and no one had done any research, and no nightclubs were open. <laughs> so we had to pretend. We had to pretend that our hotel reception was a club, and they and they dubbed it afterwards like muffled music, like, oh, like, as if we were going in. And we were me and Wookie. I have to say, we were so tired and delirious, we couldn't. We just kept corpsing. We could not stop laughing to the point where the woman at the hotel reception who was being cropped out of the shot. She, in the end, she was like, "Listen, you you, you got to go because this is it's not on." We've been there. We, we we've been what, there. You've got to stop coming in here, pretending it's a nightclub. We'd been there. I, I honestly, I kid you not. We'd been filming for probably non-stop for an hour, and all we had was one line each, and we just couldn't get it right. We just could not get it right because we just kept laughing. Ah. Just and we were so tired. And after the police <clears throat> sandwich incident of the mounted rider getting cross with me, because I had a full argument with him after about ten minutes. But anyway, that's probably a conversation for another, another podcast. But I just yeah. I just, well, we should we should probably. I kept trying to look up what biodegradable in. in Spanish was because I was getting really. <laughs> <irritated about it. laughs> I say it's not really litter though, is it? It's 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 a food stuff that will break down. It's, and I think I didn't maybe understand the fact that it hit him in the face yeah. while he was riding a motorbike. So yeah. Listen, well, thank you ever go. so much um, to everyone who listens to this podcast, especially if you're a patron to uh, the Smith and Sniff. Um, podcast it, it means it means a lot thank you ever so much it's it's glorious hearing from you your comments your emails are always highly amusing way funnier than the stuff that we they talk are. about we'll we'll try and do another show at some point soon where we read out more of them and don't get too distracted um but uh, in the meantime uh if you've ever been injured on a model railway or you've ever had an incident uh, with throwing food out of a car window and the spanish police or similar do get in touch <laughs> smithsniff at gmail.com <laughs> Or messages through our Patreon if you are one of those people who kindly gives us a little bit of cash. Uh, I have three things uh, remaining to tell you. Number one, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Late Break Show, and it contains many good things, including a review of his uh, Japanese taxi, which is hilarious. If you want to see a car door opening at speed, that's the place to go. Number two, <laughs> I have various books out. One of them is called Boring Car Trivia Volume 2 by Sniff Petrol, available exclusively on Amazon as an ebook or a paperback. And three, I haven't researched any trivia this week because I completely forgot we were recording this afternoon like a silly twat. So I don't know, just go and look something up on the internet and I promise next week I'll actually 
put some effort in. Uh, but thank you ever so much for listening. <laughs> we will be back same time next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. So your wife will leave you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.